0: G'day, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Not for Discussion with Keisha Davies and
1: Alex Jenkins. In this episode, we talk about psychics.
0: Yeah, hot topic.
1: Yeah, yes. real hot topic. Yeah. Uh, international travel. Keisha's yes. first uh, barley trip or overseas trip in general mm-hmm. um, yeah. since COVID.
0: I think there's another little couple of other points sandwiched in there somehow, but
1: hmm. love yeah. a good point sandwich.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy. calls for immediate discussion
0: Chicken wings <laughs> Sorry that was, that was a really good time to refresh that
1: I liked it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey how are you, Keish? Welcome back. Another episode of
0: not for discussion. Mm-hmm.
1: That was good. That was good. I like this. it's like we're finishing each other's sandwiches.
0: sandwiches. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> Can we start this again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So it's been what about um, a month or so? Maybe a few Lovely. weeks since we've done the last one. So yeah. a little bit. It's happened, I suppose. Yeah. Since then, you've Fair had bit. a a bit of a, a trip to bali? Yeah, I have. First overseas trip since covid?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I thought about that, but definitely. Yeah. It was, yeah.
1: Uh, how First was it? stamp
0: on my passport? How was it? Uh, it was a bit of an emotional roller coaster to be quite honest, but it was um it's it was good. A lot of lessons learned.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that should be any trip, I suppose, isn't it?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then
0: Yeah, and you you've you've um Oh, you've been at work.
1: I was at work. Yeah, I was at work for a few weeks. And then that's my last three-week swing that we're doing. We're transitioning into two and two weeks now.
0: That's
1: nice. Yeah. So kind of happy about that, but also not like it's kind of a gift and a curse doing the two weeks or the three weeks. Because obviously going to work for three weeks is um, it's a long time to be at work. Mm-hmm. But also having three weeks off at a time is... Gift. Is epic, yeah, it's a good time to... It's enough time to come home from work, have a few days to kind of settle yourself and recenter, do whatever you need to do around the house or around town, do some catch-ups and whatnot, and then you can take off and do either a road trip or a holiday or wherever, like now it could be overseas and stuff like that, Mm. um, or over east or wherever, uh, and then still come home a few days, maybe nearly a week before going back to work and still catch up. Renovate your bathroom, yeah. Or renovate your bathroom, yeah, which Mm. is... The current process. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, doing the two-weekers, uh, two weeks away from work, oh, away at work, sorry, is better than three weeks at work. Mm-hmm. But two weeks home is, which is such a, it sounds like such a whinge, which is not really a whinge at the same time. Like, as far as like people going, every two weeks you get a holiday, a two-week holiday. I'm like, kind of, but I miss out on doing the two-week things that everyone would do.
0: Every two weeks. Every day. Yeah, well, it's winter now, so...
1: Not anymore, actually. It's spring. spring,
0: sorry. but mm. it's, It seems like winter mm. today. It's raining all week. It
1: was. Yeah, it is. But mm. that's okay. You know, you get that. you got to take the good with the bad. Um, I, like, I like rain. It's nice. It's refreshing. But the mm-hmm. sun's good too. I'm okay with some sun. Me
0: too. Um, it's
1: warm today. But yeah, what else? Oh, I went and so saw a psychic. Remember we it's were rain. talking about this a little while ago? <laughs> yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, the same psychics as mine.
1: Uh, yeah. As my... The that original we're one about. that yeah, yeah. you'd um, put me onto. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, okay. Going from someone who... It's weird. Like I've never... Kind of what we'd said. I've never necessarily believed in them as such or whatever. Um, or given them credit um, for what they do or don't do. But it was cool to go in there, walked in... Um she told me that I walked in there with three people or Mm -hmm. three people walked in with me. Um and I was like, I drove here on my own, mate. Mm -hmm. And it turns out there was a few spirits of people that were there with us and she described them a little later, like that was kind of she just gave me that heads up and started the session and then described them later on and some of the stuff she'd said, not only about the particular people that were there with me apparently. Was hectic, accurate, yeah, like spot on, yeah, uh, which I find like, and those things. I mean, I don't know, like, how do you, how do you research that? Like, how would a private, invest? Let's say a private investigator was, um, let's say high. that
0: your, let's say that your one hundred and forty dollars goes this, or one hundred and twenty dollars, whatever it was, goes mm-hmm. this far that they're going to hire a private investigator.
1: Well, that's, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, that's a good point, right? Like, yep. So, and I was there for an hour and a half. So mm-hmm. you break that down, it's, it's just, not, a, not making a lot of money. No. Which is fine.
0: But like if you were going to be paying a private investigator as well,
1: mm. yeah, as your hour and a half. No, nah,
0: not really. What's a, a private investigator in so, an hour? And, you know, some people, I said, yeah,
1: 140 bucks. I told a mate, After I went, he goes, "Whoa, man, that's like ridiculous!" Like I view that as essentially five hundred bucks, because he doesn't believe in it that much. Mm. Um, And I was like, "All right, cool." But I was telling him, you know, she'd written names down as I sat down. She wrote all these names down, same as what she'd done to you. She's and coincidentally, I was talking to a friend just earlier. She'd also gone and seen this person. Just
0: our same one, yeah.
1: The same, yeah, yeah, same, same psychic or medium as uh, as they are also known as um and yeah same thing names wrote these names down um said certain like specific things about jobs that they're going to be doing or things that's happened with the family or people that they know and for for that to be kind of fobbed off as coincidence or people have written down um names or just general names it was too much specifically coincidental things to be an accident mm, yeah or random
0: yeah and that's like like I when I was explaining mine like m- the names especially my family names are all quite unique mm. and they'll bang on mm. like so I feel like that's I don't know I've never really been a skeptic though so
1: yeah I well it's just well, it's I've never it's weird because like I've always thought of things about um, that. Uh, I'd never discredit them, but I'd also be—I'd say I was
0: mm, a bit erring on the side yeah, of yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Just because you're like that's like it's hard to believe something that you can't see mm. or but prove. you can't see. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: that's yeah, and I feel like the more so. The more you go or like maybe it's not it's not ideal to go to the same one no. you know that frequently, but um, the more you see and the more you understand like what it is that they're reading. so like like um, the one that we went to is a so she's a psychic medium so she can she can, she has like clear knowing, which is potentially knowing what the future holds for a person. Mm. Mm. and then she can also communicate with spirit who would know also. Mm. because energetically they can communicate with this is the theory if if sceptics are listening but this is also what I believe Mm. Um, energetically they can communicate with um, like your spirit and your spirit would have so like the spirit that came to this body that you're in now Mm. Mm. um, your spirit that can communicate what the purpose of your life was obviously when you came here as a infant
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: but that's i guess a little bit beyond because that's like believing in reincarnation and that type of thing but i think that it's kind of all goes hand in hand and i did say this in a previous pod that i i believe that everyone's religions are valid in a way that it was it was probably all just it probably all did happen in their own Way it was just mm. that it happened a really long time ago, and like it was just hard to communicate that it was a basically the same thing
1: mm. or, yeah. But yeah anyway,
0: that's a completely different tangent mm. and would go for a very long time, so back to you no um. well, it's cool, but
1: it's like that's the thing like i've she picked out saying she said that I went there because I was kind of a bit like lost or needed a bit more guidance mm. which is. That's obviously a general statement, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that's what I was going there for or what other people go there for. Some people want to know just what's going on or I'm mm. just curious, I suppose. And they're both pretty accurate for, for in my case, but it was, um, yeah, it was weird. I didn't I didn't want to know anything specific. I just was kind of curious, yeah, because yeah. like you said, I was needed, needed a bit of guidance maybe and... Um, I guess I kind of got it I don't know like I was she would allow you to take a notepad in and take notes you couldn't film anything I don't think or record anything mm-hmm. but you could take notes um, and she pointed out like I think we were probably about 20 minutes in and she said like, you haven't written anything down and I was just so caught up and like amazed at how accurate some of the things that she'd said were even at that early point yeah and then it went on and she spoke about people i know and or knew and friends of the family or family members and stuff like that so yeah i don't know man it was um it was cool like i still i think i still haven't really taken the time to sit down and process it Mm. after that i kind of have had my time off and just kinda of sat down and haven't like I said, haven't sat down and gone through my thoughts on it. But you I've have put like
0: put into action some of the things that she suggested because that's more than what I would have would have done. Like like I go there, I listen, I take it all on board, but then for example, I'll do like the simple stuff, but then if it's not like real easy things to do, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh I just kinda I'll of, I'm, like, I'm do it, it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. Procrastinate and then I'm just like I'll just go back and see you soon.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah.
0: like for you, like
1: Yeah, I've done so something positive
0: things. in this house. <laughs> well
1: it's just Positivity. nice. Like I guess it's um it's kinda of one of them things as well, like, I've got nothing to lose from it. Mm. You know, like if she said, for example, she said I need to get rid of negative energy, mm-hmm. not necessarily me having negative she said you know i'm not who i should be and stuff like that not that i'm not how can i describe it not that i'm not who i am but i should be i'm not quite myself yeah okay um and said, so, you know you're to get rid of some negative energy whether it's in your house someone might have brought it in or it's been there previously mm. or whatever someone's put a curse on you things mm. like that and she said you know you to." do these little exercises through that. And I'm like, well, all right, whatever. If I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. I might as well do it it's and commit to it. Yeah. Well, it's not even about the money. It's just like, yeah, I've committed to going and see her. Well, why would I go there? And then she says, I do. It. it's like going to a physio to get you one of your body limbs fixed. And then they give you rehab and you're like, ah, nah. I do that. Yeah, see? <laughs> and then you're, you're going to get the same result as to what you went there. I know,
0: with. yes. I know.
1: But um, it's just, it's more of a... That was more of an analogy. Yeah. But As it turns out, it was very accurate for yep. you. <laughs> I know. Mean, and yeah. a lot of people. I'm guilty of it too. Like, I you just, go in and do some exercises, and then you're like, ah. Oh I want to do boy. clams at
0: the gym. That's, that's, that's. You don't want to? Uh, like, people are like looking at you. I'm pretty sure there's a meme that's like you at the gym doing, <laughs> the, physio, <laughs> doing the physio appointed exercises, and it's mm. like a girl doing clams.
1: But you know what's funny is that, um, just going on reason? like physio exercises at the gym is that this dude. I don't know if I've spoken about him on here or not, but knees over toes guys his name. His name's Ben Patrick. The fella in the states been blown up for the last little while now, and his uh, workout regime is essentially rehab or prehab. So it's the same exercises that you would do if you were coming from the physio to get better. Mm-hmm. And the theory is, is that you're like, all right, well, these people are doing these exercises so that you can get better and get yourself back to where you were to continue on doing whatever, whether it be weights or some sort of um, physical exercise, like, a, sorry, a, um, cardio or football mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever it was. And then people do that, they get rid of what they had, the issues they had, and then go back to playing their sport mm-hmm. But they stopped doing the exercise that the physios recommended to Mm. build up the strength to do it. Mm -hmm. So this guy, knees over toes, or Ben, Patrick, says he's, um, it's a poliquin, I think he's a lot of based off the poliquin theories, Mm -hmm. but he's like, all right, we'll do the, instead of doing the rehab as just rehab, let's build from that. So you do the rehab exercises and then, all right, you can do three sets of 10 of, a single leg squat or something like that as to a certain technique. All right, you can do that now. Let's add some weight to it.
0: Yeah, okay. And so basically do, like building building on that.
1: Building your weakness. Yeah. And and strengthening the weakness so that it prevents whatever went wrong in the first place from going mm-hmm. wrong again. Smart. Yeah, and it's it's weird because that sort of stuff is so simple and obvious, but people don't do it. Cause oh yeah, I'll just do the physio stuff and then go back. Once I'm once I'm fixed, then I'll go back and do what I was doing.
0: Yeah, well, it does actually make sense now you say it like that. But I would never have thought it, which is probably why Ben Patrick's been blowing up and I have not.
1: Well, he's marketed it really well. He's done it around knees. That's why he's called himself Knees Over Toes. And how like you know, when people go to the gym and they do a certain exercise, but they'll only go to a certain distance or flexibility level mm-hmm. whereas he and because people will say don't go further than that because you damage yourself and he's mm-hmm. like well alright let's do a lesser weight or maybe even zero mm-hmm. and go as far as you can and then build the weight up from there because the more flexible or strength you have at a more flexible angle does that not make sense It'll yeah it's be like increase for your you. mobility but, yeah that's like, exactly yeah. what it is yeah so it's all about what they've he I don't think he's coined it it's been a term but it's strength through length.
0: Yeah, that's sick.
1: So it's good. It's worth a watch. And um, I just kind of pick bits of his videos out and do that sort of stuff. I'm not strict on it. I've got friends that are mm. and love it. And, but I've been doing exercises from his little workouts that he puts up on YouTube and on his Instagram and stuff. And um, I mean, I feel pretty good.
0: Okay. I'll look into it. I actually will. I'm going <laughs> to because not a segue but like to bounce back to our other one mm. our other topic about psychics mm. i went to a different psychic mm. and she was telling me she was like bang on as well mm. she was like you have um a pre-existing lower back injury which is from like a motorbike accident when i was ki- mm. not a kid but like you know 18 and then um
1: she post was... hungry jacks Claremont.
0: <laughs> post <laughs> yeah but it was actually yeah anyways um and she was like, you've had, um, your right hip is compromised and you always get like tingling down both sides of your legs, which sometimes in like, um, when it's like really flared up can go to your ankles. And remember, ages ago, I was like, I've had a sore back. That's literally like, she just described it to a T, okay. like exactly what happens every single time I get a okay. sore back. Like it's, I know it's, I know it's my hips because like heaps of people have told me it's my yeah. hips, but basically... I'll do exactly that. I'll go to the physio. The physio will say, do this, and I'll go home, and I'll do not that. I'll just kind of look at the sheet, and I'll keep the sheet somewhere where I can see it, so I think, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then, I just don't.
1: But you go to the gym.
0: Yeah, I know. So,
1: you just do that stuff at the gym.
0: I know. Like I said, physio-appointed exercises. Me doing clams. I'm the meme. Are they clams? mm some some of them were just stretching like i don't know i was just being so lazy this was ages ago <laughs> okay this good. wasn't this one this this saw back i did mm. everything this time
1: except the clams except the clams <laughs> that's okay i feel like i can clams is um isn't that for your kegels i
0: don't know mm. but i don't know but i
1: don't know i just remember someone telling me about that one day i'm going <laughs> Um, well, maybe I should do more. Clams. Tell us about Bali. How was it? you said it was an emotional roller coaster. It was
0: emotional roller Please. coaster. Please um,
1: let us join the ride.
0: Don't really think it's a ride you want to get on, Dal But okay, so it started... Yeah, but it
1: could be a good ride for you to get off.
0: <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so actually, really fantastic news. Mm. Um, the night I got there, which was a bit of a um well, I was pretty jealous that this happened, but it's also like fantastic news because, you know, oh, yeah. my sister had a baby. Yes. Um, my sister had a baby the night that I got there. Um, but yeah, it, it all just um when she had a baby it all just um the birth plan all just went a little bit pear shaped and mm. um my younger sister ended up delivering him at home. Um
1: your nephew? Your new nephew? My
0: new nephew, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. So she
1: didn't get to the hospital in time? Like, just kind of happened a lot quicker than...
0: Yeah, well, she was at the hospital. Um, and then I think she just must have thought in her head, like, I've got time to go home and get my husband and come back. Because they, they have a daughter mm. who was asleep. Uh, okay. So then...
1: So what did she drive herself to the hospital?
0: Yeah, well, she was there for a midwife, like, checkup. Okay. And then, um, yeah, she drove, drove home. And then by the time my mum and my sister had got to her house to look after their daughter, mm. um, because she was asleep, she was in like full-blown labour. It was, here I am. Out he comes.
1: That's nuts. Eh? Yeah, so it I took, know. what, like half an hour?
0: Yeah, quick. Like, I think she said it was like three.
1: Is that her first baby? Second. Second
0: the sleeping daughter
1: yeah oh yeah sorry yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. um yeah so that happened and then like uh, even weirder so Geordie was on the phone to the ambulance yep and they were like talking her through everything that happened and then everything that she was this supposed to Geordie do this is Geordie who delivered the your delivered, nephew yep. yeah my nephew mm-hmm. and um then she walked um she walked outside to like wave the ambulance in because they obviously came and took my sister and my nephew to yeah. the hospital um and she walked out and it was our like PE teacher from year three that was driving the ambulance oh right
1: <laughs> she just career like, change
0: she's like uh no he was always like volunteer in okay. like our town but he must have just obviously kept following that path yeah when because he, he was a yeah, PE teacher. So yeah. I'm not sure whether he was, I don't know. I think he well, was if like he's
1: driving the I would have thought they'd have to be a paramedic. If yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of so stuff. so that was, has to be a career change.
0: Yeah, this was this was years ago. Yeah, yeah, That, yeah. that he was the PE teacher yeah, at yeah, home yeah. and he was straight out of uni. Mm. So he's obviously further developed his studies. Yeah. I don't know if he's still a teacher or not, but he was very much an attending officer from an ambulance yeah, yeah. that day. That's cool. Yeah, and because my older sister, Felicity, she was really good friends because. In my country town there's not that many young people so they were like really good friends when she became 18 Mm -hmm. really good friends with all the teachers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so yeah and that was must have been really weird for her but weird but cool yeah yeah it would have just been like like a um
1: out of all people
0: out of all people that could have come to that call in perth in perth yeah it was her old friend
1: yeah yeah that's cool teacher that's a good experience well the whole thing's a good experience isn't mm. it so everything went well and baby's healthy
0: yeah he's well um, yeah they, there's a bit of a which I think is more to do with like the COVID thing like you know we've been we've locked everyone out for so long that everyone's kind of getting the flu again mm. now which is like not COVID it's like another flu or whatever yeah, yeah. so they were all quite sick with the flu and that's a bit scary because obviously quite a young baby mm. with a with a cold um yeah and it's yeah so they're all good now
1: sweet yeah so that was the start of your bali trip yeah that was which the was start. technically was and wasn't because you weren't it was in wasn't wasn't I was, in Bali. It wasn't
0: even me but like that was massive so i remember i was at the i was at the pub first night obviously and um then i got that message and i was just so overwhelmed like i just i just had to go home i was just like had this massive smile on my face mm. and i was like I wanna be able to FaceTime them tomorrow and not be hungover, so I just went home, sculled a heap of water and still was pretty drunk, so passed out. But yeah. anyways.
1: Wake up hungover.
0: Still did that, but that's okay. It's
1: a lot better than what you would have been.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I yeah, I got to see a little baby and FaceTime the next day, it was really lovely. Yeah. Um but yeah, Bali i I stayed I met heaps of cool people and um I stayed in some pretty cool places but I think I just was on a bit of a like self sabotage mission when I was there. So, um, in Bali. Yeah, in Bali. Which, I guess everything is a lesson, and you can't be okay a hundred percent of the time. But um,
1: why do you reckon that was?
0: Why? Why do do I think that I was yeah. on a self sabotage mission? Yeah. Um, I think that I was just I. Uh, okay, so. At the time, I obviously didn't know this, but upon reflection and upon, like, um, like, I've seen two psych- well two psychics. One was un- unintentional. Well, two, since I got home. Unintentional? Well, I went to this, like, retreat with my friend Brit in Rottnest and it just said tarot card reading. Okay. And she was actually psychic, like, energetic, mm. psychic medium. I don't know if she was a medium, but she was a psychic. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she was... She basically, the one in Roto, basically said, um, like I walked in, sat down. She was like, oh, um, she's like, "Um, like I'm reading, like, like from reading your energy, I know that you're a healer. You have some type of um, energetic healing qualification. And I didn't like my face was like blank, and she was just like, "Um, you've done your Reiki one. And then she just was telling me things that were true about myself. So I was just like listening to her.
1: This is a person just basically walked in off the street with?
0: Yeah. Like I didn't even know I was going to see her. Okay. Um, and she was like, you've done your Reiki one, which no one really knows about me. I don't think I might have said it on here, but like,
1: yeah. Mm, I know you told me about it. But I yeah, think it I would have like definitely
0: that. told you, but I don't know mm. if I've said that on here. But even if I have, doesn't matter. Like she just knew it straight off the bat. And um, she was like, yeah, having a difficult time at work, which I definitely was that, like, well, I am at the moment a bit of a crossroads. And um, yeah, she just basically spelled everything out for me. And then another, the other medium did similar thing, but was more around my health. And when I was reflecting on those, with the help of those two mediums, like, I think, the reason that I was on a bit of a self-sabotaging mission in Bali was because I don't really at the moment I didn't really have drive to do anything like I was kind of fed up with what I was doing at work and I was I, uh, you know like everyone like we talk all the time about like you know everyone around you like they're getting married or having kids or doing this doing that and I'm just not in the place where I even think that I'm ready to handle anything like that like Mm. I really just want to work on my self-development which is the reason that I told myself I was going to Bali but then when I got there I was like eh party I have a bit of a blowout like you know what's the harm
1: which is it's not anyone like I would never I don't know if you did or not but I wouldn't beat myself up up over it if I was you because those sorts of like you're going to a hot tropical essentially a party destination Mm. which it is like it's obviously both it's party and people go there for like yoga retreats and healing and um self-reflection or whatever but you know when you're a young person and surrounded by that kind of uh environment whereas you know a lot of good looking people a lot of um drinking and yeah. party sort of culture and then even during the day it's like and you're on holiday so it's like you kind of your inhibitions and like initial um thought process is probably pushed to the side a little bit not intentionally it just yeah. kind of does
0: yeah i 100 agree with you and like i given that i'd had this intention of going there for like a like a healing type of thing and i went there like i was beating myself up a bit but at the same time like I think I needed to go through that to learn the lessons that I have learned. And um, the first psychic that I saw when I came back, um, oh, actually I will mention that I did do healing in Bali um, with one of my good friends um, who like, like he lives there, he's Balinese and like, he's amazing at what he does. Like we went to like a waterfall healing and Mm. like, that was, I didn't even know this girl that was on the same day tour as me but I felt like we had a real connection after Mm. that like um and I went to another sunrise healing with him and like one of my other friends Jenna and like that was really like that was really beautiful and I took from that a lot so um one of the things that I have put into place just from going on these healing like mornings or days with Tookie my friend that lives Mm. there um he basically just um, can read energy as well when he so even before like he doesn't he just told me true things about myself anyway like he was like you did this at this time you did this at this time like so it wasn't it wasn't trying to make me believe he just knew stuff about me mm. if that makes sense so um, so yeah like one of the things that I've implemented from that is I've been well, I've been sober since I got back um so that's for about three weeks now, mm.
1: Just,
0: and I think yeah, the next little challenge is going to be when I go back to Bali. If I, well, I am gonna. I know I'm going to be sober when I'm there, so mm. I'm not. Um, I'm not bothered about it. But obviously, when everyone's around you, it's the peer pressure clear. and stuff.
1: And because obviously over there people don't. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. It's there, but even here, people don't. Mm, People don't really respect p- other people's decision to not yeah. drink as much as what I think they should. Yeah. Um, it's more of like a um, like they're shocked by it rather than just feeling, oh cool man like yeah. a- happy for people to if you are not drinking, they're like, oh why not just have one. or just do it yeah. and you're like no I'm not I don't want to oh that's boring, what's well, not?
0: I'm normal. Martin. Yeah. I'm-
1: I don't and it's not saying that people need to drink to have fun because that's yeah. I don't think that's the case but it's obviously that social construct as well that we've been so flooded with
0: yeah i 100 percent agree with you and like this is what one of my friends and i were talking about it and they were saying like it's almost easier just to say that you're driving like it's almost easier just to be like i'm driving like i don't want to drink i'm driving Mm. like just so that you don't get the questions or or even say to them like now i'm pregnant 10 years sober i'm pregnant Mm -hmm. you know like like you just give like a really valid reason valid yeah. even 10
1: years sober i know that like i've so i still live in canada and the guy i lived or one of the blokes i lived with at the time um was a alcoholic mm-hmm. as in like he was sober for i think 10 years mm-hmm. roughly when i first lived with him and that was sick like he he smoked weed so he didn't drink but he smoked weed and that's so it's like you can argue that that's not being sober Which is true. I don't think he does anymore. He's given it all up, I think. Um, But he said, like, the difference between him smoking weed and him drinking alcohol is like apples and oranges. Yeah. Like, he would, like, he goes, Yeah, it's, you might start off being like, Yeah, yeah, one or two. Like, I'm fine. I don't need a drink. And he, all right, sweet. I did that. Next time you go out, you have a few more. Then you have a big night. And then next time, there might be a month or so later. Then all of a sudden he's gone missing for three days. Woken up, Mm. fucking in an alleyway somewhere or wherever, and just doesn't know where he is or what he's done, or and that's he's like that. But obviously with weed, that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, I get I from with a clear head now I can understand like potentially where he's coming from. Mm. But at the same time, what I've learned is that if you're numbing something with any substance. Then you're numbing it for a reason. It's something that you don't want to deal with. So, like you're running from something, or you're numbing the pain. Mm. So until you deal with the pain, you're always going to feel the need to numb it, whether it's alcohol, weed, whatever. Like,
1: but then, can you argue that um, you're numbing it? Let's say with exercise or with the right mm-hmm. diet, stuff like that. So
0: no, not. Uh, you know, but you know when I people like the full clean
1: eating, like, and that's maybe not their addiction, but like. That's like their way to battle. Like that's their addiction is being like, all right, I'm doing this 100%. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just like you're. it's essentially replacing one with the other. But this one has a better consequence. Mm, or, I can see what you're you know saying.
0: What I, mean? I can see what you're saying, but I'd, in, in that argument, I think like drugs and alcohol are... Inebriating, so mm. they're altering your mindset. And there is other things that you can do, like, like, I don't know, nat- like natural drugs, like, like some psychedelics and stuff mm. like that. Like I, I just
1: watched. Have you heard? It's just I know this is probably going to go off, not maybe on a tangent, but I watched. Um, I think it was called how to alter your mind or altering your mind or something it's on netflix about psychedelics and oh, really? it's more based on native americans mm. um, Ayahuasca. yeah and having yeah. the what's that plant ayahuasca. is it ayahuasca yeah. yeah but it was called something else as well mm-hmm. i think it started with a p or something like that i can't remember but it was um yeah it's like a little cactus and it only grows in certain parts of the u.s but yeah, so it was kind of cool, like people talking about that, like, and they do it as like um, ceremonial things, like so they'll have it during some whatever ceremony they're doing, whether it's for the men or for the women or for children or whatever. And there was one guy on there saying, "No, I don't do it as a, It's not a drug. It's a medicine, and that's yeah. how they view it as that's, a medicine."
0: Yeah, I think that is a lot of a lot of people with psychedelics that they do actually believe that they are medicines mm. because because they are when you start to have like bigger breakthroughs and stuff like that like this is completely different but the other day i had a massive break, breakthrough when i was in like the sauna yeah. so that was a part of that was like a point where i was kind of pushing my body and pushing my mm. self, like believing in myself in a way that i could get through 30 minutes or whatever and mm. then you know like i was i was meditating in the sauna and mm. i was thinking about a lot of things that have been going on in my life lately and then that was where I had like a breakthrough about why I did, why I act a certain way and like I've always blamed the alcohol. Mm. Like I've always been like, oh, it's, I just, I do that when I'm drunk. I do that when I'm, you know, it's just... Like a lot of people do and
1: they do it about their friends as well. Mm. They go, oh no, he's just drunk. Yeah, but... Boys will be boys. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: Yeah, and realistically, there's a much, much deeper issue there because that person hasn't had time or like we're saying like they've they've been told that they should do a certain thing but you just put it off you put it off you put it off and then it all just bubbles out when you've like inebriated or like you know you've
1: or you haven't gone to the physio properly
0: yeah you haven't done the clams you know <laughs> like you've got to do a couple of mind That's clams as to well
1: you gotta do self clams for your, so yeah bit of, soul, soul clamming
0: yeah, bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> good good <laughs>
0: Bit of soul claiming, mm. yeah. So I think that I think I'm not sure where where you want to go back to here, like the the psychedelics or the part before.
1: Psychedelics is good.
0: Yeah. So I think that obviously everyone deals with things in a different way. And me saying, yeah, okay, you're numbing or running from something if you are inebriated, which you can still say, psychedelics are a way of being inebriated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, personally, I believe that a psychedelic is more of a way um, of, you know, at the right dose, like, if it's an extreme amount, then yeah, it's not yeah. going to be a fun time for anyone, mm-hmm. but, like, if it's um, at the right dosage, it allows you to think in a different way mm-hmm. than what you.
1: Well, we only use a small percentage of our brain's capacity, mm. so 7%. they say. Yeah, so. Seven percent. If our, sure. if those psychedelics or whatever they they are are used in the right, controlled manner. Then who's to up. say yeah. you're not? Then you're not learning things and you're not doing things differently. And and if you can most. From what I've been told, most times, like when you've done stuff like that, there's no like you can remember what you've done. So you're not. It's not like when you get drunk and then you black, black out, out drunk. Yeah. You know, or like it raises bits of your memory or other certain mm. whatever sort of influences you have. Well,
0: I guess it's just the intention that you put behind it. Like if you if you decide like, hey, I'm gonna get blackout drunk tonight because i don't want to deal with anything that's the intention that you put before it before you go and get blackout drunk but Mm. if you're sat and you're like hey i'm gonna use these psychedelics in a positive way that's going to make me think about x y and z then yeah that's what it's going to do and i just don't i don't think you can have the same um i don't think you can sit down and be like yeah it's sit down, discuss with a mate over a couple of beers. I get that. But I personally don't think I can sit down and discuss something at length in a capacity where I'm gonna be finding the information that I'm receiving useful, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? So I'm not gonna be able to sit down, have a couple of drinks and discuss something with somebody and then have the information, if they're telling me something about myself.
1: Is this because you're saying you having a couple of drinks? Or just because you wouldn't find having a long conversation mm, and stuff. I think
0: the drinks would affect it. Yeah. I think I'd I think I give myself this excuse like, oh, if I have a couple of drinks and I'm not I'm not socially awkward. Yeah. But that's actually not a that's actually not a reason to drink. No. Like of course I can not. and that that is something that I'm that's one of the things that I decided I'm not gonna drink because I don't wanna give myself that excuse of not being socially awkward, but I've had some really quality conversations with a lot of like different people, and I've been sober. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just, I guess it's just, if I'm around new people and stuff, it might take me a little bit more to warm up to them. It, I don't need a couple of drinks to do that, and I'm that's me telling myself that now. Whereas before, I was telling myself that I need drinks to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the mindset that you put behind it, mm-hmm. and I think it's the same with yeah. The cool. hardest
1: thing I've found about not. Like when you go out and you're not drinking, it's having something in your hand because it's habit. Mm. So when you're out and then and because you're obviously you're sober, so you've got a bit. People for some reason um, become a lot more conscious of how they look mm. um, when they're out and about, or they only even though no one else probably notices, but mm. people become a bit more self-absorbed, not necessarily in a negative way, being like arrogant or anything like that but just as in being like oh people like i feel awkward i'm not doing anything with my hands
0: it's the same when people are pregnant i reckon and they're like oh my gosh like everyone's gonna notice that i'm not drinking like do you know what i mean like
1: bless you, they are pregnant
0: yeah i know but what if what if it's like early days and they don't want people to know like mm. I, I feel yeah, like yeah, ever, yeah. like whenever that's like if that's ever a situation that any one of my friends are in you're always like oh i'll just pretend that i'm getting a drink for you and then i'll get you a water, lime or whatever. Like just if they don't want people to know yet because it's like too early or whatever. But like I feel the more you focus on one thing, the more it's going to become obvious. So if you're focusing on the fact that you're not holding a drink, like that's going to be really obvious to you. Whereas I know that times that I've been out and I've been literally legless, Mm -hmm. I never buy a drink. Like if I have a drink in my hand, it's because someone else has bought it for me mm. or I have picked up an empty cup because I want to get it in a photo or something stupid like that. Like I never, if I go out and I'm at a content drunk, the only reason I get drunker is if people buy me drinks.
1: Mm.
0: Like I wouldn't buy a drink out, which has just made me like the worst patron at 90% of the...
1: Because you don't want to get too hectic. Yeah. And you'd end up, he- like ironically you get hectic anyway. Well,
0: like I know so that i So you'd almost be hectic,
1: better off buying a drink yeah, but then you're drinking it at your own pace rather yeah. than people just buying drinks and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, makes sense, but that's not how my brain thinks when no, I'm drunk. No,
1: I don't think anyone's brain quite works the way we think it does when we're sober.
0: I know, like, I can't even believe how much clearer my mind is thinking after just a couple of weeks mm. not drinking. And that's even like, some of the days I wasn't getting drunk, I was just having a couple of drinks like I was just having a couple of drinks on the beach, or mm. I was just having a couple of drinks like at dinner, and then gone home. But even those days, I woke up the next day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. I feel good. I can go to the gym. I can do this. I can do that." But I was still in a really like negative mindset. Mm. Whereas like not drinking now, I wake up and I'm like, "Oh, something. Think about something negative, And I'm like, mm, "Can I really do anything about that? Like, do I really want this to be how my day is? Like, there's n- none of that self talk."
1: I think and I saw lessons. this come up the other day within her negative thoughts and stuff. I think the irony is, and I can't remember who said it or what exactly the expression was, but I'll I'll summarize it, Um, was saying that it's the best way of letting, or like the irony of having negative, of, of wanting positive things is that they result in negative feelings. But... Having negative feelings becomes a positive because you're embracing the negativity. Does that make sense? No. So it's a good thing. If you have, let's say you have, like you wake, like you said, you woke up with a negative feeling or thoughts, the positive from that is that you would go, okay, well, that's negative, but I don't need that. I don't need to embrace that anymore. I accept it that I've had those thoughts, but then I'll continue on my day. That's not going to control my life. But if people kind of wake up with like a positive and they're like, um, like they're expecting, oh no, this is what it was, is expect positive (laughs) things and you'll receive negativity. If you're accepting of negative things, then you'll receive positivity. Mm. Something like that.
0: And that comes back to what we said, like I think it was in the first episode, like never have expectations of anything. Yeah. So if you have an expectation, like if you just choose... If you choose that you're gonna have a positive day, even if it's one of those days where you walk out the door and you spill the milk and you spill the milk and your coffee is shit and then you're Break trying the to carry a yeah and you, you, your your hair is shit and this happens and you kick your toe and blah 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 blah, that could be the most negative day for anyone. But if you just laugh at that and you're like, fuck sakes, okay.
1: This yeah, isn't going to control my don't, day. It's not, like yeah.
0: it's a passing time. Let let it go. Like you know, um, I was listening to this thing literally just on the way here about um, um, living in the future. So basically, um, this the mindset mentor is, is his name. The podcast mm-hmm. that I was listening mm-hmm. to. He was explaining another philosopher's um, theory. Theory. Yeah. So. Alan Watts' theory of um, if you're driving a boat, what you see out the back is where you've come from. Mm-hmm. You have no, um, you have no control over what that was, mm-hmm. what that is, and that has no um, impact on your direction that you're going. No. So you look at a wake, and that is like
1: it's a past experience.
0: Yeah, in a way. So it's like something that you're saying goodbye to. Mm-hmm. So you look at a wake, and that has no, no control over your future so if you live in the future if you're constantly living in like a world of no expectations but mm. like you're like hey this is something positive for me this is something positive that's coming or like i'm going to turn that negative past experience into a lesson mm. that yeah. then you're always living on the like
1: you're embracing the negativity as a yeah. lesson like you say like, which then can be turned that is the positive mm. is what i mean like it's not necessarily going to result in a positive Thing that happens to you or whatever, like, but the positive thing that does happen to you is that you embrace the negative, mm. learn from it, and apply that lesson yeah in your future.
0: And like another massive thing that, like, because I love Alan Watts as well, like that I take from his work is the the idea of yin and yang. Like, you're never going to get positive without a negative. Like, there is going to be bad experiences mm-hmm. in your life, and mm-hmm. it, and that. It is just about how you're going to um, take them in your stride and deal with them, and yeah. So like, every, like I believe that everything happens for a reason. So mm-hmm. if you just stand by that, then
1: oh, and people, um, people think as well. Like they go, oh, people have got good. Oh, that person's got good luck. Mm. Well, no, no, they've been working towards that. Sure, something might have lined up. For them, that may not have lined up for someone else, but that's I would argue that that's because a, that person has put in that work to get them to that point, mm. which then has lined up.
0: They did the clams.
1: They did the clams. Mm. So they say um, a good um, expression that I've read before is: "There's no such thing as on oh, no, a uh, good luck <laughs> is a." <laughs> there's no such thing as good luck. It's when. Or oh, no, far okay. <laughs> Good luck is when preparation and opportunity meet. Yeah. So yeah. that's what that is. So that's what I'm trying yeah. to get to. So like okay. people don't just get good luck. They've yeah. obviously been working towards something. Sometimes yeah. it might take longer for one person to get that quote-unquote good, good luck. Yeah. But sooner or later, you keep working towards something. It's going to happen. It may not be necessarily the necessarily thing that you were working towards specifically. But it will be a part of that path.
0: Yeah, I wish I remember the other quote that this Rob Dial guy just um, said as well.
1: Or well, like, Dave Goggins is a, a big yeah. example of that as well. His fellow who was like three hundred pounds, which I think is like one hundred and thirty kilos. Now like he's that. An ultra like, marathon runner. Now he's massive, old like, and he's the only person who've done Army Rangers, Navy Seals, and something else I can't remember, which is Rangers. like. Yeah, was it the Marines? I don't know. It's something like like elite forces. Like he's the only one to have made it through all All of them. Yeah.
0: And you don't just wake up like that. It puts like work, like there's so much work that goes into it. And like, yeah, you can look at people like, for example, like football players and you're like, oh, they're gifted. Like talent, talent and like giftedness only gets you so far. Like you can, you have to put in work as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, of
1: course they're gifted, but they've also worked on that gift yeah. to get them better and better. So they might have been gifted when they were younger, mm. but then they've worked on it to get better. Then they're all, all of those players are gifted. Mm. And then some players, I know that um, it was Tony Liberatore, who was like one of the Western Bulldogs, like mm. all-time greats. Mm-hmm. Hated by a lot of people because he was apparently a bit of a, he was a hard player. Yeah. But he got knocked back from the draft, knocked, like year after year. Yeah. And just kept working, worked and worked and worked and worked and then was like all Australian and Sick. he was like a Brownlee medalist the on your Tony stuff. just yeah and now he's a young fella he's um, killing it as well
0: what do you call a man with no shins
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: Tony <laughs> <laughs> alright bye
1: <laughs> alright thanks for another episode of Not For Discussion right. catch you next time